That you are, 17 minutes after 7, Daniel McCarty with the honour of being alongside Kempe this morning through to 9 o'clock. Keep your messages rolling into the Attempted Bird Post text machine. Our next guest will uh, be eager to hear a couple of them on the back of uh, Kempe's opinion piece. Uh, we've got one here saying the Roosters will be a sellout. And Tim writes on double eight double three. I think the Warriors are going to beat the Storm on Anzac Day for the first time. And how long, Kempe? Oh, jeez. I think too long. I, I think the... I th- yeah, too long is the correct answer there. Yes, the vintage, that is the 2023 Warriors, uh, look like um, you know a bottle that you want to get and hold on to uh, based on what we have seen through the early stages of the season. Only a few minutes into the game over the weekend in front of a big crowd in Auckland. They took the lead. It wasn't perfect, but hey, what is? They've won 22 points to 14 over the Cowboys. Uh, I'm sure their head coach, Andrew Webster, still sees plenty of things to work on, but uh, nonetheless will be proud of a winning effort from his side. And guess what? Andrew Webster joins the program. Good morning, Andrew. Appreciate your time. Morning. Thank you for having me. <clears throat> hey, Webby, it's Kemby, mate. Um, thanks a lot for coming. And you must be happy with the defensive display uh, on the weekend, especially by the edges. I thought Sean and uh, Mr. Walker pulled off some very big tackles. Yeah, they did, mate. They did. Um, the, the Cowboys, um, I think probably their strength is the way they move the ball, um, particularly when you add drink water, who's been obviously suspended within playing last time. And he's, he's back, and the way they move the ball, you've got to make sure your edges know what they're doing. Um, it's a bit of a team effort too, because we spoke a lot about our middles pressuring from the inside and making sure that they're playing early to give our edges time. But we knew that our edges were going to have to make some really big tackles at, um, at some stage, and um, they certainly did that. Mate, you got the start right. You must be happy that, about that. First time in seven weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate! When we scored first, I was like, "Do we know what to do now?" And uh, <laughs> at times we looked like we didn't, but um, no, we got it. We got it done, mate. We got it done. We got it. We got to start right. So that was good. Yeah. Look, you're sitting uh, second on the table. Webby, it's a pretty congested board. It's uh, six six points that split the first uh, fifteen sides. Mate, what have you noticed about the competition this year? Like, what what has been sort of the biggest um, shift for you, either defensively and office or offensively? Uh, I think I think it kind of happened last year a bit too, Candy. But I've noticed just like just how harsh the referees are on those yardage penalties. Just like honestly, um, we obviously get the eagle cam every week, and we can see we can see when you leave. Um, they said at the start of the in the preseason that you had to have your full body behind the behind the referee, and they've been really harsh on on that. So like, they, our kick chase has been really good. We've been putting teams in the corners and been really happy with that, and we've been letting teams off. And but I've noticed it across the whole NRL. It's happening a lot that. Probably less ball in play because the referees sort of adjudicating, and maybe the teams haven't adapted like ourselves enough to that. Um, so, yeah, just letting teams off the hook a lot through through that. I, I think that's one thing. I think um, the ball movement um, on try lines been really side to side. Um, I'm not I'm not saying that's a poor tactic. I'm just more saying I think teams are more confident to use football. Um, and I still think a lot of teams are still working it out, Kempi, if I'm being honest. I, I don't mm. think everyone 100% knows just how they how they want to play it. Uh, I think they've got an idea in their head, but they're still trying to just work it out a little bit um, around what their strengths are and what, what defensive patterns they're doing. Uh, speaking of your patterns, uh, you know, you're completing at a very high rate. I, I haven't checked the stats, but I'm assuming you're, you're probably one or two in, in that facet. But what I really enjoyed... 
Um, you know, some of the broken play opportunities, I'm thinking of Tua Harris, you know, makes that lovely sort of slide to the left. Okay, the pass goes to ground, but, uh, you know, you pick up Montoya, then throws those two enormous fins. Has he just been wandering around with the right arm, fle- the, the right arm <laughs> flexed after that? That, that was some run to, to then, um, you know, put the winger away for the try. Mate, I reckon it's a lost art that a player uh, in Kempi's day, they could all do it, change hands and palm. <laughs> yeah. He changed hands twice, fended off, and then goes around the back pass for a try. It was very impressive, very impressive. But, yeah, Mars is uh, a modest man, but I'm sure this week he'll be bragging about that one because it, it was a great moment. Yeah, he picked that yeah, but- ball up, didn't he? It was, a, it was a loose pass. He picked it up, and he just put the afterburners on. And you're right, when, yep. he, when he's swap, swap, um, swapping hands with the football, I was thinking, where's he going to it next? And then to pull that, that drag, <laughs> drag pass off the ground to Ed Cossey on the inside. Mate, that'll go down on one of his uh, his reels. I'm sure his grandkids will get to see that for years to come. Just, oh, yeah. Just talk to us about that. You made some changes, um, but you should be getting some injuries back. Newell Corder, Barnett, Egan, uh, are they back this week against the Storm? Uh, Egan and Maratha will definitely be back. Um, it's Barnett. Um, we're just going to keep giving him some time. Uh, I think everyone thinks it's, you know, where, um, you know, what's sort of going on there? Why, why isn't there real clarity there? Because it's the same for us. We don't have great clarity around just how long he's going to need. He's just, he's still sore, um, and it's just because his neck. We just don't want to, we don't want to make any silly mistakes. Here. But structurally, everything looks really good. Um, there's definitely no problems with the spine, but he's just. Yeah, he's still very sore and ginger from that crush that he received in, in round three. Um, but away with the long turnaround, he, he's he's making all the right right things. He's passing everything, and the doctors are happy with him at this stage. And yeah, Maratha from suspension will get him back, so so that's good to get some troops. Twenty three thousand plus fans. How important are they to you? Unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they're just. It's just, I don't know, it's just such a different atmosphere now at Smart. They're just so passionate. I reckon every coach should probably be talking bull crap that they say the same thing about their team, but I actually really mean it about our supporters. Um, when the boys ran out, when they were defending the trial line, yeah, the, the, the support the boys were getting was unbelievable. So, um, no, it's, it's really important. I, I'm, I'm hoping that we sell it out fast for the Roosters game. Um, I hope people get in and get their tickets as quick as we can so we can we can have a sold out and have that same atmosphere again and make it as hard as we can for the Chooks when they come come to our place. Before the season starts, it's your job to make people believe, but I'm sure there's always a bit of lingering doubt in players' minds that they can actually do it. Now you're a few games into the season, you're in you know, pretty high heights. Do you sense now an innate self-belief sort of developing in your players? Yeah, I think so. I, I've kind of felt kind of felt it before round one. So I, I said I said to the boys, look, day one when I came, I said, I don't know if any of you believe here that we can win the competition. I don't know, you know what you're feeling. Some of you might be scarred. Some of you might be new to the club. Some of you might be like, yeah, I reckon we can win it easy. Like, I, I don't know what you're thinking, but our, if we train hard enough and we do enough reps at a high quality and a high intensity... Um, then your belief will actually go through the roof. You'll get this real confidence in your own ability because you've done so many reps and you you get out on the field and you actually go, this is actually easier than training because um, we have, we've trained really hard. So um, I said, that's I think that's where your belief and your confidence will come from. And then when you start winning games, 
um, the, the confidence will even go even higher. So um, we haven't actually won a game and walked away probably very happy with the complete performance. Right. We haven't put one together yet. I think North Queensland, when we played them up there, was probably our closest to our best game. Um, but we haven't really put our best performance together. So we're still chasing that. We're, we're trying to chase perfection. We know we'll never, ever be perfect, but we're trying to get as close as we can because um, that's what you've got to do to be one of the top teams. You've got a bit of extra preparation time ahead of April 25th, the game against the Storm. Dun, 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 is generally what the organ would say <laughs> in the history of the Warriors. So it, was a, it was a point a minute last year, really entertaining, 80 points over 80 minutes. The Storm got 70 of them, of course. Um, what's, go, what's going to be different in 2023? Because this game is in the mind of Warriors fans. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. I mean, I wasn't here, so I can't even tell you. I don't think I even watched the game. So um, I know I've seen don't. the scoreboard. Uh, no, I won't watch it. No, I'll stay away from that one. Uh, I don't know. I think it's what's different is what all the fans should see in our place. Should understand is we're a different team. Um, that probably gets boring for people here, but it's the truth. Like, got so many players here that didn't play in that game and don't have scarring from that. Um, and they're they're a different team. What was it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, mate, you lost me. Yeah, sorry about it. Sorry about no, that. We got Webby. you. We got you. Just dropped out there for a second. Oh, uh, sorry, but I was just saying. Look. I, Sure, they're scarring, but we're a different side. I mean, there's lots of players in our team that didn't play in that game. Um, you know, Melbourne are a different team too. So, um, I, I heard the boys believe. Like, I want us to go there, and I, I can't remember the last time the Warriors won one in Melbourne. So that 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 that's the next challenge for us, and that's what we want to try to achieve. To be particularly on Anzac Day, I'm, I've been there as an assistant coach in the past with the um, how cool the lighting is, and the moment, and the occasion, and yeah, it's. it's it's pretty cool, so to come away with the points, that would be exciting. It's our local derby, the uh, the Melbourne Storm game, with so many Kiwis you had uh, been before, uh, yep. like Tawita and, and Mooks and all them players, you know, um, Webby, so it's got to be a great one. Obviously, there's lots of Melbourne replays too when we do get them, so all the best with that one. Hey, look, I caught yep. up with Sh- um, Luke Medcalf on the weekend pregame. Um, says he's four weeks away before... You give him the all clear to, to test that hamstring out. He seems like a good kid, mate. Are you excited about him uh, playing some football this year? Yeah, definitely. Oh, Luke, Luke's just an extreme talent. I think everyone saw in the Tigers game just how fast he is. Um, I think for Luke, is his whole mechanics are changing, the way he's running, and that's not easy. You just can't do that overnight. So we just want to take our time with him. Um, it's frustrating at times, particularly losing to Mighty Martin. Uh, you'd like all your halves available for selection. Um, but, yeah, we, we're trying to make sure for Luke that this, um, these injuries don't reoccur all the time. So um, hamstrings are normally like four, four to six weeks, but we're making sure we take our time with him and get him right um, so that doesn't happen again. But, yeah, I'm really excited to see him playing football. I, I think he's got to go, out, go back and play reserve grade, otherwise we're going to set him up to fail and then see, see, see how quickly he can get back to playing good football and then push for a first grade spot. Mate, just uh, quickly before we let you go, Dills Walker, you think he pl- he plays Origin? Oh, I, I mean, I, how many good players are there available for Origin? And I think every single year there's always talk about who's going to be the number 14 role. Um, and I think the number 14 role, in my opinion, is often selected poorly because the players can't play enough positions um, at a high quality. And, 
literally, I could ask Dylan Walker to play any position, and I reckon he'd play it at an unbelievable level. And he wouldn't need a hell of a lot of reps out of the training either. That's the, that's the crazy bit. Um, so you're at Origin, and you don't need to carry two hookers. You can carry one, because Dylan can do that on his ear. And, you play, and if everything's fine, he can go and play in the forwards. And he's won grand finals in the centres. And you just saw you can play him at 5'8". So, look, that, that's just my opinion that he'd be a great number 14. There's a million good ones out there, but he'd be, he'd be unbelievable off the bench. Yeah, I, look, I, t- I totally agree. I think he's the best number 14 running around currently after the first seven rounds. Hey, Webby, thanks for joining us. I know you've got an extended break. Boys have got three days off. A couple of them are down in Queenstown at the moment. Um, and the game kicks off next Tuesday night. The Anzac Clash, the big one against Melbourne, we'll call it here on SENZ. Mate, go and enjoy yourself for the next couple of days. Take, take a break because you're going to need it. Yeah, exactly. Thank <laughs> you very much, guys. That's why I See ya. Our pleasure, Andrew. Thanks so much for taking the time and dropping by and dropping some knowledge on us. Do appreciate it. Yep, uh, April 25th. Hasn't been a happy uh, game for the Warriors over the last seven years. The average score, 41 points to 10, but you uh, feel the side. You only need to listen to Andrew Webster over 10 minutes to know the page has been turned and things are quite different. Uh, we, again, appreciate his time. 29 minutes away from 8 o'clock. Uh, it is time to move on. Uh, although you can react to that, pick up the phone 0800 150 or text us double eight double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine. But here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.